Good afternoon, everyone. Shalom Aleichem, Bruchem Abayim. Welcome to the Kolel Agra de Pirka. Monday morning national shir. We have a very important topic today that not only is relevant to this week's parsha, but uh, relevant to the upcoming Yom Tov of Pesach. Haba Aleinu Latoiva. Today's shir is dedicated by my dear friend Reb Kenny Pinsauer, and the subject matter today is uh, a subject that um, my dear friend is uh, very connected with. Uh, Reb Kenny authored a sefer on the subject of Enoid Movadoi. Actually, um, I have a number of copies. If anybody would like a copy, you could come to my house. I could give you one of Kenny's uh, svarim. So we hope on this occasion, he should be matzliach in all of his endeavors, and he should have nachas to Kedusha from his whole family. And um, Rafua Yeshua, bracha v'hatzlacha, uh, to him and his whole family. Okay, I have a very good news for you, Rabbi Isai. The new Sefer on the Haggadah has been published. You could get it at artscroll.com. You could get it um, soon to be at your local bookshops. Uh, Baruch Hashem, it came out very nicely. I appreciate all those who are Mashtatif. And we're going to speak about a topic that is found um, both in the English version and also in the Sefer on Pesach in Lashon HaKodesh, we're going to do a Maimer on the subject of Ein Oid Melvadai. And a very important topic uh, relevant to this week's Parsha, the Yom Tif of Pesach and life in general. We know that the penultimate piyot on Lel Seder is Echad Mioidea. It is an ancient custom to say at the end of Nirza the piyot of Echad Mioidea. And it starts off, it lists Echad Mioidea, Echad Anioidea, Echad Alakim Shvashman Ba'aretz, Shnayim, Shloisha, Vachulu, Vachulu, and it concludes Shloisha Asar Mioidea, Shloisha Asar Anioidea, Shloisha Asar Midaya, and so on and so forth. And this is a very mysterious and cryptic piyot. Why do we say it? Why do we recite it the night of the Seder? In the Haggadah, Hamar Belasafer of Rabbi Yedidya Tayavayal the son of the Karben Nasanel. He brings the source of this piyot. He says this piyot, Chadgadia, this piyot and Chadgadia were found in a shul, an old shul in Garmaiza. We don't know who the author is. And it was established to recite on Lel Seder. And the question is why? Why do we say it Lel Seder? He says many people have offered interpretations and I'll also try mine. He says these 13 matters are an answer and a response to the 13 mailois that HaKadosh Baruch Hu bestowed upon the Jewish people that are recited in Dayenu. In other words, even though we don't quite know where this piyot comes from, it was found in Garmaiza, and somehow it corresponds to the 13 Dayenus. Um, from Yitzhiyas Mitzrayim until Bias Haaretz. In the Haggadah Chachme Yerushalayim, which is a Likud of Perushim, of, from the Goine Yerushalayim, uh, which was composed by Rav Shabsi Doiv Rosenthal. He brings in the name of Rav Shleima Aaron Dvartheimer that he found the source of this period on an ancient parchment. And the reason is that back in the day when this period was composed, the minig was to Davin Marav Lel Pesach while it was still day. And therefore, they did not yet recite the Kriyashma Bismanoi. 
So when the Seder was over, they needed to repeat the Kriyashima. So they were Koiveya, a Piyot, for Kriyashima. The Piyot, which is relevant to Shema Yisrael, Hashem Lekeinu Hashem Echad, is Echad Miyodeya. Perhaps to serve as even a reminder um, to say over the, uh, the Kriyashima. Uh, right? Interesting. A good way, in other words, in order to remind them, uh, make sure you did a lot of mitzvahs tonight, but you may not have said Shema Bismanoi, so they established the recitation of this piyot, and the purpose of this piyot was in order to remind people to say Shema. The Ion Yaakov brought in the Siddur Oitzar Atfilas. He brings that the reason for the piyot of Echad Miyodeya is basically to keep the kids up. He says, um, we want to keep them involved in the Seder, because otherwise they're definitely going to fall asleep, and therefore we sing Echad Miyodeya to keep the children up. Okay, so there are various answers and explanations for why we recite Echad Miyodeya, but as we quoted earlier from the from the Haggadah Marbala Saper, Rabim Oimrim Chalka, many people have offered their interpretations, so let us offer our own interpretation why the Haggadah ends with Echad Miyodeya. The Torah describes the feeling of Yisrael when Yisrael heard about the salvation of the Jewish people, the Pesach says, Vayichad Yisrael al kol ha-toiva asher osa Hashem liYisrael asher hitziloi miyad Mitzrayim. Rashi explains what was Yisrael joyful about? The toiva, the benefit of the man, the benefit of the be'er, the benefit of the Torah, and above and beyond all, that Hashem saved us from Egypt because this was a land that one could not escape from. Rashi is telling us that the special benefit, the overwhelming benefit of Yitzhiya Mitzrayim was the fact that they were able to get out of the land of Egypt because nobody ever escaped Egypt. Rashi says, But Rashi does not explain what exactly was the Kayach of the Mitzrim and how were they successful in ensuring that nobody ever escaped the land of Egypt. So the Chida explains that why is Mitzrayim called Beis Avadim? Simply because they performed some type of witchcraft, Kishof, that no Eved was able to escape from Egypt. Therefore Mitzrayim is called Beis Avadim because you started out as an Eved there and that's where you died. There's no leaving, there's no getting out. So they were Bucky, they were proficient in Kishof, and they ensured that an Eved always remained an Eved. Interesting, by the way, I just uh, bought yesterday, they redid all the Haggadahs of the Chida, all six Haggadahs, all, all six Haggadahs, I just, I just got it over here, um, really in a beautiful edition, a really amazing edition. He's, he, the Chida brings in his Haggadah, Batei Hanefesh, that why do Shevet Levi, why do they celebrate Pesach? They weren't Meshubet in Mitzrayim. So the Chida explains that even though Shevet Levi were not Meshubet in Mitzrayim, they still could not, never not leave. They could not escape. Because anyone who was in the land of Egypt was stuck there forever. That's why Mitzrayim is called Beis Avadim. In other words, even though Shevet Levi did not have to actually perform service in Mitzrayim, they're called an Eved, 
because uh, they would not be, would not have been able to leave. The Sefer Vayasayf David, Rab David Katzin, he brings, that's why in the beginning it's called Mitzrayma. Mitzrayma begins with an open Mem, and it ends with an open Mem, indicating that at first you could come in and you could leave. But as soon as they got there, it became Mitzrayim. It starts with an open Mem, ending with a closed Mem, indicating you could come in, but there's no way out. Like we said, the Mitzrayim sealed off the land with Kishof, and there was no leaving. By the way, in the Sefer Vayi'asayf David, he brings that the type of Kishof the Mitzrayim used, he describes it, they had different kinds of animals, wild animals, different images of different animals. So by one gate, there were ten gates in and out of Egypt. By one gate they had the image of a dog, by a second gate the image of a donkey, the third gate an image of a lion, the, third, the fifth gate the image of a sheep, and so on and so forth, a wolf, a mule, a person. And if somebody would leave a certain gate, that surah would begin to scream and bark through Kishof, and all the different minim would bark, and this is uh, the, the magical way that they ensure that their borders remain sealed. Maybe the United States could adopt some of that, so to keep some of the migrants out. The United States is the opposite of Mitzrayim. Um, everyone could leave. Actually, in the United States, you know, they uh, anyone could come in, no problem. Actually, the United States is like Mitzrayim, right? Everyone could come in, but they give you passport problem on the way out. Okay. Be it as it may, we know that Mitzrayim sealed off their borders with Kishof. So now the question is, if in fact Mitzrayim is based on Adam, and there's no way out of Egypt. So how, in the end of the day, did we were we zoichet to leave Egypt? There are base avadim. Nobody ever escaped. Even Shevet Levi couldn't get out. However, the Gemara tells us the Masech the Chulin on the Avzayin The Gemara says, "Ein oid milvadai." There is no one beside him. Rabbi Chanina said, "Even Kishof, even witchcraft, is powerless in the face of God's." overwhelming, overarching power. The Gemara relates the story. There was a woman who tried to take dust from under the leg of Rabbi Hanina to use it against him through Kishaf. Rabbi Hanina said, take it, do whatever you want. You won't be successful. It says, Enoid Movadai. The Gemara asked, what do you mean? Rabbi Yochanan said, why is it called Kishaf? That it weakens the forces of heaven, which seems like Hashem allows the Kishaf to, so to speak, weaken his manifestation of control in this world. So Gemara says, no, Rabbi Hanina was so eminent that his his connection to Ein Oid Movadai could even overcome Kishof. So what do we learn from this Gemara? Kishof is the most powerful force in this world. It could even weaken the effects of heaven. But someone whose merit is great, through the force of Einoid Movada, you could even overcome Kishof. Let's expand upon this. Every Marev, we begin with the Pasuk in Tehillim, V'hu rachum yichaper avoin, v'lo yashchis, v'hir v'lashav apoi, v'lo yo'ir kol Every Marev, we begin by invoking four forces of destruction in this world. Avoin, mashchis, 
Af and Chema. And we need God to protect us from all these four forces. Avain, Mashchas, Af and Chema. However, even though there are four forces of destruction, we find in the Gemara Nadarim that Moshe Rabbeinu was Mavatel, one of these forces. Namely, Moshe Rabbeinu was Mavatel Chema. The Pasuk says that when Moshe was Nisrashel from the Mila, Af and Chema came and swallowed him, and they only remained uh, left over until his legs. So Tzipira took a rock, and she cut the Arla of her son, and they uh, weakened from him. So at that moment, Moshe Rabbeinu wanted to kill, and like it said, wanted to kill them. Like it says, Heref Chema. And the Gemara even brings an opinion that Moshe murdered Chema. Now, if Moshe killed Chema, then all you have is Avain, Mashchis, and Af. In fact, the Siddur's Lev Sameach of Rav Chanoi Chenech of Malask, he brings that there are three remaining forces of Chavala. Af, there, there are Avain, Mashchis, and Chema. Now, when the Bnei Yisrael came into Eretz Yisrael and they conquered the seven Umais, Three Umais were left. Amoin, Edoim, Amoin, and Mayav. Edoim, Amoin, and Mayav. They are Rashi Tevais, Aleph, Ayin, Mem. Avoin, Af, Mashchas. Or Af, Avoin, Mashchas. Edoim, Amoin, Mayav. Af, Avoin, Mashchas. After the Jewish people destroyed the seven Umais, there are three Umais remaining. Edoim, Amoin, and Mayav. And they are Rashi Tevis, Aleph, Ayin, Mem. Af, Avain, and Mashchas. So how do we conquer Af, Avain, and Mashchas? Aleph, Ayin, Mem. So he brings in the name of the Sarsham of Bells that the way we're Mavato, the Koychus Hara of Af, Avain, and Mashchas is by being Mizgaber and being Mizgaber on Edoim, Amoin, and Moyav is through the shame Af, Avain, and Mashchis. How, how, um, excuse me, how do we overcome Af, Avain, and Mashchis? Through the Kayach of Ein, Oid, Movadoi. Af, Avain, Mashchis. Edoim, Amoin, Moyav. How do we conquer these forces of Chabala? Af, Avain, Mashchis. Edoim, Amoin, and Moyav. Through the Kayach of Ein, Oid, Movadoi. Actually, if I, I want to tell you a little bit about where Ein, Oid, Movadoi comes from. These three letters that stand for Enoid Movadai. Rashi, Masech, the Sukkah, and Daf Memhe, as well as Toysus, bring that there are three consecutive Sukkim in Beshalach, Vayisa, Vayavai, Vayet, each having 72 letters, and using a formula called Yoishar, Hafach, and Yoishar, taking the first letter of the first Pasuk, the last letter of the second Pasuk, the first letter of the third Pasuk. By combining these letters, we get 72 different names. However, there's another formula that formula is Yoishar, Yoishar, Yoishar. You take the first letter of the first Pasuk, the second Pasuk, and the third Pasuk. That's one shame. You take the second letter of the, of the first Pasuk, the second letter of the second, the second letter of the third. That's another shame. Then you take the third of the first, the third of the second, the third of the third. That's another shame. In total, in total, 72 different names. The fourth name of the 72 names is Aleph Ayin Mem, which stands for Enoid Movadai. 
Actually, the Rashash teaches us that in the third parasha of Shema, there are 72 different words, and it's interesting, the fourth word in the parasha, which is Moshe, corresponds to the shame, Aleph Ayin Mem, Ein Oid Melvadoi. And it's interesting that the word Moshe should correspond to Einoid Movadai, because Moshe Rabbeinu was such an anav, and he completely was transparent in his role of taking us out of Egypt, that he was the vehicle through which the world recognized that there's no other force other than God. If it would have been anyone else other than Moshe, they may have taken some credit for themselves, and the recognition that there's no other force but HaKadosh Baruch Hu, would not have been appreciated. But because Moshe Rabbeinu was so humble, he, he was like a non-entity, through him it became apparent, the Kayach of Ein Oid Movadai. That's how he got out of Mitzrayim. Mitzrayim was sealed through Kishof, through the forces of Tumah, comes HaKadosh Baruch Hu, and he overcomes Kishof, and the Bnei, he allows Bnei Yisrael to leave Mitzrayim through the Kayach of Ein Oid Movadai. By the way, in the Sefer Lev Sameach, he brings that when Yaakov Avinu went down to Mitzrayim, Hashem revealed to him that in order to be Mavato, the Klippa of Mitzrayim, which is full of Kishof, Hashem revealed you need the Kayach of Einoid Movadai. This is alluded to in the Pasuk and Tehillim. Mi pikudecha ezboinan al, mem, alef, ayin, Einoid Movadai. And therefore Hashem tells Yaakov, Eired imcha mitzrayim. Rashi tevois. Aleph ayin mem. Ein oid mulvadai. Eired imcha mitzrayma. By the way, Mariv, Friday night, we don't say vihurachom. We don't allude to af, mashchis, and avain. So the Sefer Yalkut Yoisha from Rabbi Shai Shom Rakeach, he brings the reason why Friday night we don't invoke af, Avoin and Mashchis is because Friday night we have the full Kayach of Enoid Movadoi, which is alluded to in Vayichulu. We say, Melachtoi Asher Asah, Mem Aleph Ayin, Rashi Tevois, Mem Aleph Ayin, Melachtoi Asher Asah, that stands for Enoid Movadoi. By the way, just like when Yaakov Avinu and his sons went down to Mitzrayim, this shame was revealed to them. Their exit. And their Aliyah and their Yitziah was also Mikayach Einoid Movadai, which is Mavatel, the Toikef of Kishof. By the way, where do we find the Kayach of Einoid Movadai? Not only when the Bnei Yisrael went down, but when they went up, it says, Vayikach Moshe es atzmois Yosef. The words, es, uh, excuse me, um, es, es atzmoisai mizeh, alef ayimem, ein oid movadai. So, we see that Yosef, when he commanded the Bnei Yisrael to take, a, take him out of Mitzrayim, he says he invoked the reference to and in the Holy Sefer, Oyal Shem of Rab Shem Klingberg, the Admir of Zloshitz, Parshas Boy, he says 
the way they got the coffin of Yosef out of the Nile was also through the Kayach of Ein Oid Movadai. Pazit Ayikach Moshe S. Atzmois. Comes the Shvilei Pinchas, who many of these Makaimais, Mar Makaimais, on the power of Ein Oid Movadai, I saw in his holy Sefer, Shvilei Pinchas. Um, Rav Pinchas Friedman in Likutei Ma'amarim on Tavshin Ayin Beis he brings even in the Makois we find a reference to the power of Enoid Movadoi and that is Elu Eser Makois these are the ten Makois Aleph Ayin Mem Enoid Movadoi so the question is how does Enoid Movadoi how is it Machnia how does it subdue how does it abolish the Kayach of Kishof. And the the uh, Pesher Hadavar, the the reconciliation of this matter was explained based on what it says in the Nefesh Achayim on the Gemara and Chulin. There's a very famous Nefesh Achayim that it is well known the Briskarov would be would focus on the Briskarov endeared this teaching of Reb Chaim Velazhner. One time the Briskarov was in grave danger and he utilized the skula. Reb Chaim Velazhner says, The truth is it's a great matter and a wondrous skula to remove, to be, to remove and to be mevatel, all dinin, all ritsoinois, that they can't be shoilet on you and they can't make a roishem. That when a person is koiveya in his heart, to say, Hashem is God, the true God. There is nothing besides Hashem. Shum The entirety of the world. And everything is full of only God's singular, simple unity. And a person's mavato from his heart. Bittul Gomor on any Kayach and Ratzon in the world. And he subjugates and clings his pure thoughts only to Hashem. Meaning even if a person is found in grave danger and difficult straits, but it's a tremendous segula. If a person establishes in his mind that all there is in this world is HaKadosh Baruch Hu, and there's nothing besides him, and all the Oilamais is just Achdusai HaPashat, and, a, and he's mavatel in his, in his lave, every other force, and he doesn't pay attention to anything else, then nothing could harm him. So the clear recognition of Eno and Mavadai, the clear recognition of Eno and Mavadai is mavatel all Kishof. And now we understand how the Bnei Yisrael left Mitzrayim through the Koyach of Aleph Ayin Mem, because Enoid Movada is Mavatal even Kishof. When a person establishes in his mind that no one can harm him, nothing could harm him, no force could endanger him. All there is in this world is just Ratzain Ha'achdus Habayre. Then it's Mavatal all difficulties from a person. But there's another Nakuda of how Enoid Movada is Goiver and prevails over Kishof. You know, it's very interesting. 
when the Torah describes Esau's coming to attack Yaakov Avinu, we all know Esau came with 400 men. What is the significance that Esau came with 400 men? The Sefer Todos Yaakov Yosef writes that all the letters of the Aleph are levushin, they're cloaks, they're dressings. The letter Aleph is nislabesh into a base. The base is cloaked by a gimel. The gimel is really three Alephs. The Aleph is the absolute revelation of divine power. Alufay shalaylam. And then it's cloaked and it's hidden and it's hidden and it's hidden and it's hidden until we get to the letter Tuf. That's why, by the way, Aleph Beis Gimel Dalid is sort of Golos. Tuf Shin Reish Kof is back to Alufe Shalalam. That's Geula. That's why Shabbos by Musaf we say Tikanta Shabbos Ratzisko Maseh. It's going back. It's it's Geula. Okay. So the letter Tuf Rabbi Sai which is 400, is the furthest there is from HaKadosh Baruch Hu. That's why Esav is coming with 400 men. The Sefer Ma'orei Naim, Parshah writes that the light of Kedusha goes and trickles down from letter to letter, and Hashem is Mitzamtzim further and further and further until we get to the Tuf. Therefore, the ultimate Bechira and free choice is in the realm of the Tuf. Because until... In the realm of the tough, God is the most hidden, and it allows for the most free choice. Therefore, the letter tough stands for Techaye Oitamos. It is here where you live or you die. But Rapinchas Friedman explains further how the Enoid Movada is Mavatal Kishof. When we take the letter Tav, spelled Tav Yud Vav, it's Gematria 416. Tav Yud Vav. That's how you spell Tav. Tav Yud Vav. That's 416. The word Kishof is also Gematria 416. The letter Tav represents Kishof. Tav is Gematria Kishof. And how do you overcome Tav? You go back to Aleph. Aleph is Gematria 111. Aleph Ayin Mem. Ein Oid Movadai. Aleph Ayin Mem, that's 111. So you have two opposing forces. There's 416 Tav, that's Kishof. And then the ultimate one, the ultimate one is Aleph. Aleph is Gematria, 111. I remember I once thought of this, I was walking in an airport in Dallas, Texas. I realized, wait, Aleph is Gematria, 111. 111. Or Ein Oid Movadoi. Ein Oid Movadoi is also Aleph Ayin Mem, is one. 111, 111. So, the opposite of Tav, Kisha, 416, is Aleph, 111, which is Enoid Movadai. By the way, let's just throw in how many Psukim in this week's Parsha of Ayikra. Check it out. 1, 1, 1, 111 Psukim in Parsha's Vayikra. Why? Because what's the purpose of Karbanois? The Ramban says, to bring everything back to its shoyresh, to be mavatel all koichais of avodah and kishof, the power of karbanais is to be makriv only to the ultimate one. So the whole purpose of karbanais, the tachlis is to recognize in the world, ein oid movada. There's no other force other than the Almighty. Therefore, this week's parsha, the parsha of karbanais, how many psukim? One hundred and eleven. 
By the way, the Shvilei Pinchas, he brings that at the time of the Petira of Yaakov Avinu, he reprimanded Ruvain, and he said to him, Pachaz Kamayim Al Toisar, you were impetuous, you went up on the bed of your father, and you defiled it. Rashi says, you defiled the shame that was on my bed. So the Shvilei Pinchas wonders, what shame was on Yaakov Avinu's bed? But he says, we know that Yaakov Avinu's mito was shalem. And he was, Lavan Harami wanted to instigate and fight with the Kayach of Tumah against Yaakov Avinu. But Yaakov Avinu was Mavatel the Kishaf of Lavan through the power of Ein Oid Movadai. That's Yaakov Avinu said. Uh, Yaakov Avinu was told by Akadash Baruchu, Anoichi Ereid Imcha And where did Yaakov Avinu learn this shame from? Shvila Pincha says his mother taught it to him. Rivka taught it to him. When did Rivka teach it to him? When Rivka said, Go run to Lavan. Esav Achicha Misnachim. Rashi Tevois, Ayin Aleph Mem. Esav Achicha Misnachim. That's the Kayach of Ein Oid Movadai. By the way, the Sefer Oyale Shem, Rav Shem Klingberg, he says, and this I want to thank my dear friend in Williamsburg, Rav Naftali Tzins, an anarchal of uh, the Maharil Tzins, Rav Tzvi Shkayach, you sent our shul recently the Tzfarim from Maharil Tzins. I have a friend in Williamsburg, Rav Naftali Tzins. He's a, a, a Tyra Yid. Used to come visit my Zayda. He showed me from the Sefer Oyal Shem. The whole Kayach with which we overcame Mitzrayim, which was a land, Sagur Umasugar, with Kishof, with Tav 416. Nobody ever escaped from Mitzrayim. But if we left Mitzrayim, the only way to get out and to overcome Kishof is to recognize there's no force in the world other than the Almighty. So the whole purpose of Yitzhiyas Mitzrayim was to recognize that all the forces in this world are subject to HaKadosh Baruch Hu, are bottled Kenegad HaKadosh Baruch Hu. So the night of Yitzhiyas Mitzrayim were Koivea Machshavtenu. Our thoughts are focused on recognizing Ein Oid Movadoi, says Reb Shem Klingberg. By eating matzah, the night of Yitzhiyas Mitzrayim, we make the bracha Al Achilas Matzah, Rashi Tevois, Ein Oid Movadoi, Al Achilas Maror, Ein Oid Movadoi. This is the Avoida of Lel Seder. And now perhaps we could explain why the night ends by saying the Piyot, Echad Mi The Haggadah of the Archa Shulchan. Rechiel Michal Epstein, he brings that the reason for Echad Mi is all the Umayis Ha'olam, they erroneously thought there were many Rishuyas and many forces in this world. And B'Yitzhiyas Mitzrayim, it became revealed that there is no Kayach in the world, only the Melech Ma'achei Hamlachim. And that's the purpose of Echad Mi to promulgate, to inculcate, to recognize that even though there are many different elements in this world, there's Shishay Sidre Mishnah, Chamishay Chomshay Torah, 
and there are Arba but everything boils down to the Achdus HaPashat of HaKadosh Baruch Hu. But Lafidar Kenu, through our approach, we're learning that the Tachas of Yitzhiya Mitzrayim was to recognize there is no force in this world other than HaKadosh Baruch Hu Himself. And therefore, only through the Kayach of Eno in Movadai is Nisbatel, the Kishof, that, that through it, Eretz Yisrael, Eretz Mitzrayim uh, was battle as a base of Adam. And therefore we end off the night. You know how we got out of Mitzrayim, the land full of Kishof? We eat the Matzah, Al-Achilas Matzah, Al-Achilas Moror, Rosh Hashanah, Enoid Movadoi. And then we end off the night, Echad Meyadeah. There's only one force in this world that we have to fear, that, that has to be reckoned with, that we have to be concerned about. Only HaKadosh Baruch Hu. Rav Al-Shawais in his Haggadah brings a story of Rabbi Yitzchak Barditchev that one, that one time he was passing by a home, Lel Seder, and he hears a simple Jew, Ama Oretz. He was saying, Keneged Arba Banim Dibra Taira. Echad Chacham. Echad Rasha. He was saying the Echads like he would be saying Krishma. By the way, you're not even supposed to say Krishma that way. Because if you say Echad, you're making the D. And that's not the correct way to say it. Actually, Echad. You just say the Dalit as a Shvanach. But he was saying, this simple Jew was saying the four Echads like he would be saying Krishma. And Rav Levi Yitzchak was so moved by this sort of naivete of the simple Jew. And he, he, he turned his eyes heavenward. And he says, The great Tanoim, they were speaking about the events of Yitzhak Mitzrayim the whole night. Until only at the end of the night, their Talmidim said, Okay, you reached the Tachlis of Kriya Shema Shel Shachris, that the whole purpose of relating the events of Yitzhak Mitzrayim is to recognize there's one God. To be Higia Lizman Kriya Shema. And this simple Jew, already in the beginning of the night, he reached the Hakara that there's Hashem Echad already in the beginning of the night. But the way we're explaining it is the whole purpose of relating the events of Yitzhak Mitzrayim is to come to the recognition that even though there are forces in this world, there's North Korea, there's Iran, there's the Democrat Party, there are liberals, there are all kinds of Koichais Hakishuf Vehatuma in this world. There are all kinds of dissenters. There are all kinds of forces of evil. There are all kinds of, kinds of false ideologies. There are all kinds of challenges and hurdles in this world. And we're worried about all of them. But we shouldn't be. All we need to fear is only HaKadosh Baruch Hu Himself. And if a person is Koiveya in their mind, the only Ratzoin that has inherent power in this world is only HaKadosh Baruch Hu to the extent that that Yediyah is clear in our minds to that extent all forces of Tumah are battle and ultimately that's how we left Mitzrayim through the Kayach of Ein Oid Movadai and therefore the night is summed up Echad Miyadeh at the end of the day all we need to know is one thing that is how the Seder ends and unbelievably that's how the whole Torah ends the Pasuk says, Ulechol Hayar HaChazaka, Ulechol Hamoira HaGadol, 
Asher Asa Moshe. Asher Asa Moshe. Rashi Tevois Ein Oid Mulvadoi. Ein Oid Mulvadoi. And in the Sefer Sever Naftali, he brings that this observation that the whole, the summation of the Torah, the concluding remark of the Torah, was that with all the 613 mitzvahs, to recognize there's only one force in this world, that is the Tachlis of Lel Seder, that is the Tachlis of Vayikra, of Karbonois, 111 Psukim. And that is the Tachlis of the Torah. To have this Emuna in the Achdus HaPashar of the Bayre Oilam. So I thank everybody for joining today. Again, if you don't yet have it, you could order the new Haggadah that just came out. Um, it's basically in Hebrew. It's Haggadah Shvesamari Okiya. The art school, uh, you see the title. And uh, I thank everybody for joining today. Wish you all bracha v'atzacha. I thank uh, today's sponsor, Reb Ephraim Pinsauer. Um, thank you very much. And wish everybody bracha v'atzacha. Kol tov. Thank you, thank you. Kol tov.